P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild, Haitian in the building So, so, so original, got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis isn't ready, forget about it, goodbye Hold on, we just saying hi Find somebody, rise up, weekdays Catch us live, somebody, let's go Good morning and good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Pascal Show. And if you are way over somewhere overseas, good evening to all y'all as well. Thank you guys so much for being on. I appreciate you guys coming in, chopping it up with me, having a conversation about this, because this is a serious story that we need to bring light to. I don't think a lot of people are talking about this, which is ridiculous in my personal opinion. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is a story of a young 18-year-old woman that was taken just a few weeks ago, and I really do feel like no one's really talking about it as much as it should be talked about. Every single last life on this planet matters, but for some weird reason, this one's still kind of taking the backseat in some strange in some strange way. And I hope that I get a chance to be one of the people to change that situation right now. And I know that there's a lot of other people coming out with their uh, their own lives and their own uh, uh, videos, pop-up videos and all that to talk about this particular case, this particular story. But we need to get the story out here more, right? And I got something I got to say in a little bit, but uh, before we get into that, we are talking about we are talking about Naomi Irian, who just recently was taken in a Walmart parking lot around 5.30 in the morning of course, you know, give or take a few few minutes. I'm sorry, guys. Just just rounding up. But she was taken. Man came over. This man looks like a little bit like this. Six foot, six foot even tall man jumped into her driver's side of her car, got her to jump into, move into her passenger seat, and they drove off. Obviously, there's a whole lot more information surrounding this. This particular story it is a tragic story, and my heart melts for the family. There was a press conference yesterday that was absolutely heart-wrenching. I can't even explain. I can't even go into what it felt like watching that with my own two eyes. So my thoughts and prayers go out to the whole family. But I'm very, very blessed and honored to have somebody on the show today. This is Naomi's sister, and we're going to be bringing her on very shortly. But before we get into that, please do me a favor. Hit that like button down below. That helps the algorithm. That helps get this interview, get this conversation out there so that other people know about this missing young woman, Naomi. All right. We're going to say it again. Naomi, Irion, be sure to hashtag share this feed. Do whatever you can. And do not forget, of course, I have to shameless plug. Please hit that subscribe button, all right? It'd be great to have you a part of the Pascal Show family. Anyway, we got to jump into this. We got to talk about this story. It is a crazy one. Like I said, Naomi Irian was sitting waiting for her shuttle to go to work over at Panasonic early in the morning in the parking lot of Walmart. And out of nowhere, some man walks over, gets into her driver's side, forces her out of her driver's seat to go into the passenger seat and drives off with her car. A few hours later, a few days later, they find her car abandoned in some area. They see a car. There's a truck 
that's out here driving around. That's a, apparently what they're saying is the the vehicle of interest that the suspect drove. There's a lot more information surrounding this, so we're going to get into it right now. I am very blessed to have Naomi Irian's sister, Tamara Cartwright, on the show today. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing okay. It's been a little rough, but uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I mean, um, I got I got to say this real quick before we jump into everything. I got to commend you and your family for being so brave and being able to be so flexible on top of that to to go out. And because uh, I know you live you are in Texas or you live in Texas, but you came out to Nevada just for this particular situation, obviously. But the fact that you and your family have moved so quickly says a lot about how much you support and love your sister, Naomi. And so uh, I commend you, uh, you and your family for just being there at the drop of a hat. I know that you have your parents or um, her parents were um, flew in from South Africa of all places. That's a long trip. Um, yeah, that's a 36 hours trip. Yeah, that's a 36 hour trip. That's amazing. Um, so I commend your family for dropping everything just to make sure that we find this young woman. So before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, can you tell us a little bit about Naomi? Who, who is Naomi? What, what was she all about? Well, my sister Naomi uh, graduated from high school in June of last year. Um, and then she turned 18 in July. And as soon as she turned 18, she said, um, I'm going to go move back to the U.S. and I want to go live uh, like a normal teenager over there. I want to learn how to drive. I want to have a car. Um, I want to have a job. I want to go to college in the United States, um, which is where she spent, you know, most of her life before my family started moving around. Um, so she's a really independent person. She decided to move in with my brother so that she could, you know, be more independent rather than relying on my parents. Um, she's, she's a fun person. She always wants to do something to have fun. Um, she's the kind of person that, uh, loves people so much. Um, if she meets somebody, she wants to be their friend. She wants to understand them. Mm -hmm. She, uh, she wants to get her degree in psychology, um, because she loves people so much and she wants to help them. Um, she also, uh, it loves standing up for other people and helping other people. Um, if she sees an unfair situation, she's going to, uh, do everything that she can to defend someone. Um, and she also does, she's very strong and will defend herself too um, when, when, she's, when she's able to. Um, so she's just wonderful and I love her so much. Yeah, uh, she, sounds, she sounds like a really great woman. Um, now, I, 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 I know that we got to get into a little bit of this situation that happened in the parking lot of Walmart. And I know that a lot of us are wondering, at least myself, she had her own vehicle, and I—I I mean, this may be a, this may be a dumb question. So, uh, so bless me, <laughs> please give me, grant me some grace here. But so, it, she, where was she living? Like the area that she was living—is it that far for her to maybe drive herself? Why was she taking a shuttle, um, 
why was she parking there to um, take a shuttle to Panasonic? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people are still wondering that question too. Right. Um, the house is only about a mile from the Walmart. Um, and then the, the drive uh, to Reno Sparks area is over 30 minutes. So, you know, it's just a couple minutes versus 30 minutes. And that's a couple minutes of gas versus 30 minutes of gas. I mean, she just started working and gas is so expensive. Um, gotcha. And, and she also just started learning how to drive. Oh, so, yeah. That makes sense. She recently that got her driver's license um, when she moved to the United States. Right. Because she okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, uh, and then uh, the the job with Panasonic. Um, how old is that job? How long she has she been working there? She works. She has been working there since she uh, moved there in in August. Since she moved to Nevada. Right. Hmm. So it's a brand new job. She must have been really excited about it, right? Yes, she was so excited. It's it's her first real job she's done like a little bit of an internships before but it's her first real job and she's like a really hard worker and um she was so excited to have her own money and be able to spend it however she wants um so yeah she's really excited about everything in her new life here in the united states mm -hmm. yeah uh so uh i gotta ask on 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 a personal level did she have a boyfriend or or any significant other um, was she dating at all? Um, I don't think that? that I'm allowed to release any of that information. Gotcha. Because I know that there's some people out here that are maybe saying she could have been targeted. There might've been a situation of maybe this particular person that obviously abducted her may have known her pattern and, uh, went and did this. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, the police are exploring every possibility at this point. Um, they're exploring the fact that it may be random. They're exploring the fact that it may be um, tied to her in any way. So, um, and I think that's all I can say about that. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so where were you when you found out the, uh, the news about your sister being abducted? I was at home. Um, it was Sunday afternoon and my brother uh, realized that my sister hadn't come home from work and, um, he started messaging us, everybody in the family saying, Hey, have you heard from Naomi? Um, and everybody said, no, not really, not for a couple days. And it wasn't weird for that to happen because everybody lives so far apart. Mm -hmm. um, I live in Houston, Texas. My parents live in South Africa. We got all these different time zones going on. Um, so it's, it's not weird. And she also talks to her friends a lot. Um, so if, if uh, we had reached out to her friends earlier, then I feel like we may have been able to find out more information earlier, but um, unfortunately we didn't do any of that. Right. And I understand that they're saying that her, um, her last Snapchat. So maybe she used Snapchat a lot. Was she heavy on the Snapchat world? Um, yes. It was pinged around 5.23 a.m. And then that's when around 5.24 a.m. this uh, a man was seen in a surveillance video approaching her car. Um, and that's when at a minute later, 5.25 a.m., that's when she was, the car was uh, 
taken. Now, there's something interesting. I I saw this in a comment because, you know, of course, I covered this story uh, yesterday morning and somebody said this in in a comment. I know that possibly it's not fully connected to your sister, but there was a, apparently some disgruntled employee type of situation um, over at Panasonic. Um, and some people are wondering or speculating if there's any connection between the this abductee or abductor and um, and the disgruntled uh, uh, complaint that was made over at the uh, at, at Panasonic. Did you hear anything like that at all? I can't comment on that situation. Oh, wow. Man. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> um, man. Uh, okay. So what information can you give us right now surrounding this situation? Um, I can mostly just really ask everyone to look for my sister. Um, the police believe that she's still alive. Um, so I need to ask everyone to look for her. And I need to ask everyone to look for this vehicle of interest. Um, And that's the main thing that I'm supposed to be talking to everybody about. And that's the main thing that I want to talk to everyone about. Because these are the things that will help us um, find her and bring her home safe. Gotcha. So let's talk about the vehicle, shall we? Um, So I understand that it is a a Chevy uh, four-door pickup truck, correct? Yes. Um, To be more specific, uh, the police haven't put this out in a press report yet. They um, they're working on it right now, but it's a 2021 or 2022 Chevrolet Silverado. 2500 or 3500 high country pickup truck. And it has a special rear window option that is dealer installed. Oh, okay. So it has a little chrome bit. handles, which is really distinctive. Chrome handles that is very distinctive. Right. Um, now this is some photos of this type of car. Uh, could uh, you zoom in on those? Um, the second one for me. See if I can. Like make uh, it like click oh, on it, make it a little right bigger. Here. This one yeah. right here. Okay. Okay, so the one thing I want everyone to really take note of is the chrome handles because that shows that it's a high country and the high country is the main thing that we are looking for because Silverados are a common vehicle um, and blue or black is the color they're looking at. Um, they've said that it's, they're probably sure it's blue, but we don't want to rule out any black. Because, you know, this is the difference between life and death. We don't want to give out any possibly wrong information. Gotcha. Um, so it's it's got these chrome handles. So keep an eye out for a Silverado 2500 or 3500 with chrome handles. And it's going to be blue or black. And I don't care if you live in Canada and you see this. Or if you live in Florida and you see this. Um, my sister her last phone pings were near an interstate here. Um, so she could be anywhere because all roads connect to each uh, other roads, you know, of course. Right. And of course, I mean, uh, by any means, anybody who's watching this right now or listening to this later on in the podcast, please, if you see 
anything, uh, any type of truck like this, please uh, contact your local authorities because you never know. You never know. What that you're going to want to do is uh, contact the Lyon County Sheriff's Department rather than local authorities because the local authorities may not be briefed on the case. Uh, of course, uh, which is the you can call the dispatch at 775 463 6620. Again, that's 775 463 6620. There's also an anonymous tip line. Do you have the number handy for the anonymous tip line? I do not have the anonymous tip line. What's that? Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up myself. Is it okay if I can y'all still hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I have the flyer on my phone. The anonymous tip line is, sorry, I've got so much on, of these pictures on my phone. It's okay. Um, the anonymous tip line is called, it's called Secret Witness of Nevada. It's 775-322-4900. Um, and there's a lot of people manning that anonymous tip line, and it may be quicker for you to contact them, even if you don't mind if you're anonymous or not. Um, so this is a really important number to make sure that everybody has. Um, and you can also email, but you know, it's, it's a lot faster to call. Of course, of course, get straight to the point, get straight to, uh, somebody who can help find Naomi. Absolutely. Now I, I know that there was uh, uh, questions that were asked during the press briefing, but I, I, I do have to ask you, did they ever, cause uh, obviously her car was discarded in this parking lot. Um, did they ever dust it? Did they ever find possible prints um, that could maybe lead us closer to finding this suspect? Um, all I can say is that the vehicle is being processed right now. Um, and it's been the number one priority for, uh, for law enforcement. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, as you can see here, this is one of her graduation photos. Um, you know, uh, this is a young 18 year old girl, 18 year old woman um, that needs all of our help. Um, the number here for the dispatch again. And of course, I put in the anonymous uh, tip line in the chat. But for the dispatch, it's 775-463-6620. By all means, please, you know, if, if anyone knows of anything, Please get out there. Let people know that, you know, put out the information. If there was anybody that was in the parking lot as well, there could have been people sitting there waiting for the shuttle, waiting right. for whatever, waiting to or, go. To um, at, since at it's right off of, sorry, since it's right off of I-80, that may have been a stop that, that somebody made on a trip somewhere um, as well. So if you were driving through Fernley, driving through Nevada during this time frame, and you think you, you may not remember if you stopped in Fernley at the Walmart, you may not remember if you drove by at that time. If you were just driving through the Reno area at that time, mm -hmm. um, and you think you might have been there, then I need you to call law enforcement. There you go. Please definitely call, let people know. We put out the anonymous tip line. We also put out the, the dispatch as well. So please let people know if you know something, anything, any little bit of information helps. 
any person that was working at that Walmart that may have walked out, saw the guy in the in the black hoodie or gray hoodie. It's hard to make out if it's black or gray, but black or gray hoodie around six feet tall that was lurking around in that parking lot. Please let people know. Call those numbers and let people know. There was something I did. Um, someone asked in the in the comments. Uh, could could you be someone she knows? I know that. We've kind of asked that question earlier on, but I'm going to ask it one more time. Could it possibly be our law enforcement, FBI and whatnot, looking at this and, and possibly thinking of someone that is connected that she may actually know? All I can say is that law enforcement and the FBI are exploring that. Great. I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they continue exploring that and, uh, and bring her home bring her home in one piece. How I know that you've been um, asked this quite a bit, but um, what is your feelings now? Where, where do you feel right now as far as the energy in the world? Do you, do you feel that she, she will be brought home? Okay. I know that my sister's alive right now. Um, I feel that um, deep down inside that my sister is alive. Um, and I really think it's really encouraging that people keep, um, you know, saying we're going to find her, we're going to find her. And I believe that if everyone keeps on saying that and doesn't stop saying that, no matter how much time has passed, um, if everyone keeps on looking for her and never forgets her, then I, I know we'll find her, but that's what I'm afraid of uh, as time keeps going by that people will forget that, that I'm looking for my sister. Yeah. I think everybody's going to be looking for, I mean, people who are watching this show right now, listening to the podcast, being a part of this thing, people who are on Twitter supporting the search, they are out here. They care. The word is spreading. Um, the word is quickly spreading now. Um, you know, cause I've been seeing other international news uh, uh, websites and stuff starting to talk about this as well. So people are starting to catch wind of trying to find Naomi, and I hope we find her very, very soon. But real quick, before I before I head off and before I let you go, first off, I want to say, Tamara, thank you so much for being on. I really do appreciate it. I mean, I can only imagine how many interviews, uh, how many press briefings, how many uh, conversations you've had about finding your sister. So I really want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be on with me today. Uh, I can only imagine how drained you may be right now. Um, But I also want to say something to everybody out here. If you were on Twitter, there are, please keep retweeting. Please keep hitting the people that are out here that have a much bigger platform than mine. Um, you know, I know that people are trying to get a hold of Brian Enton. Shout out to Brian Enton. Uh, I feel like if we were able to get it in front of other bigger platforms, it can actually grow and maybe we can get her home faster and safer. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm what I'm going to say right now. Please go to Twitter, tag Brian Enton and any other person that you feel that covers these kinds of stories because we need to get the word out there. And we need to get the story out there as much as we can. All right. Again, Tamara, thank you so much for being on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, good luck. I'm, I'm praying for a, a swift result. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.
So, guys, um, that is uh, the show for right now. I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone for uh, being on, being a part of the conversation today. You know, uh, this is just as important as anything else. All right. We need to find Naomi. If we can find her, I think, man, that'd be amazing. Amazing. It's amazing what we can do with these platforms, spreading the word, getting the word out there. Because you never know that might be your neighbor, right? Who who has taken that person, so on and so forth. You just never, ever know. Same thing with the, the Gabby Petito case where it was a dash cam video that, that got them to find Gabby Petito. God forbid it goes into something as devastating as the end result as Gabby Petito. But the more we put these words out here, the more we talk about these missing person cases, the faster and the closer we get to finding them safe. So please share this feed. Please give people the attention uh, on, on Twitter and let them know what's really going down here. Okay. It'd be really appreciated. And I'm sure that Naomi's family would really appreciate it too. Anyway, it's time to get going, guys. I appreciate all y'all for being on. All right. Please share this feed. Do not forget to hit that like button down below, please. All right. Hit that like button down below. And of course, do not forget to hit that subscribe button. All right. I got more stories for you. I'll be back on a little bit later on today to talk about Alexis Ware. We got to talk about that story. So you will be hearing from me on that as a live. I might have a pop-up video. Yes, I haven't done one of those in a, in a, in a, in a millennia, but I might be doing a pop-up video in a little while over something very interesting with fried, with fried chicken. Anyway, it is time to get going, guys. I appreciate all y'all. Hit that like button down below. Send those past 100 likes before you head off. Appreciate your energy. Appreciate your time. And I'll be talking to you guys very, very soon. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys later on this evening. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.